PWO, 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 PWO. Hello, everybody. It's the WrestleCast, and we got ourselves a three-man booth tonight. As always, I'm your host, Matt. With me, I got Ryan Alvarez, and back by popular demand, it's Pat. What's up? So this is the only thing that gives me hope anymore, is just charity work. After what has transpired over the last 24 to 48 hours. Um... It's uh, it's been a pretty interesting week for for WWE. Um, they had arguably, I think it is the lowest rating officially in Raw history. Um, yeah, well, that's lot, yeah. There's there's a lot of asterisks that people tr- are trying to attach to this. It's Memorial Day yeah. week. It's uh, there there were major sporting events that happened on the same day with basketball. Um, and my only. My only holdup with that is there's always been that. There's always so, that for they always they always have a Monday memorial show. It's not why is yeah. the worst. Why was a pre-taped Christmas show one of your highest rated shows of the year last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's my thing. If it's you know, if it's anything to hinder them, you know, marks are quickly to defend it with anything they can get their hands on, you know, and if it's anything from impact or AEW, you know, nobody, nobody bats an eye. Um, now look, I do get it. It is Memorial day weekend. It, it was, you know, not a good show. Um, oh, it was awful. Where I, I know some other podcasts went like, look, I'm not staying up late to record it Monday night. I'm just gonna happen Tuesday morning. <laughs> was that would that have to be Dave LaGreca's podcast? Because he went on a huge tirade. It was um, not. It was one of the bigger bigger it was one of our bigger competitors. Well, one of the guys who well, I listen to. And and it puts you um, it puts in perspective that these guys are out in California also. Mm. So it's not yeah, like uh, um, it's not like it's not like us on the East Coast where we you're shooting a reaction at eleven p.m. You know, mm-hmm. the eight o'clock yeah. reaction time for them. They're still saying like, nah, I'm not staying up for this. Still sucks. It it was a really bad raw, um, and I feel like that's been the case now for a while, like so several years. Really bad raws in a row. Yeah, just yeah, just and it and it makes you scratch your head just what are we doing with the with the whole brand who is watching this um (laughs) i think i can answer the who's watching this part i I think there are people a who who enjoy professional wrestling but they don't know where else to go and i do Mm. think for a lot of people you know it's monday raw's on indoctrinated at this point yeah I mean, look, yeah. I would tell you that there's a time period where I never missed a Monday Night Raw for, like, maybe eight or nine years. You, you might have been ten. It, it, like, for a very long time, I had not missed an episode. Uh, and but you didn't, you didn't know any better. Is that, is that, well, no, 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 because that was also, like, during the TNA era. That was when TNA jumped over to mm. Monday nights, you know. We had some dual going I, on. I really meant because you're young and dumb, not because there wasn't other options. Well, uh, nothing was really particularly great on TV at that moment of time. Yeah, but, but the, the fact that they would actually say, like, oh, we had all these things to compete against, like, get off it. It's not even Monday Night Football season. No, and that's no, arguably no. your toughest competition every year. It is your toughest competition every year. Um, and result or, or ratings came out Wednesday, I believe. I think they, they had early, like, iffy results that were out on Tuesday, but nothing definitive. 
Um, and yesterday, was it really just yesterday? Yes. Yeah. We, we had six WWE wrestlers officially released from their contract. Uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast by now, but let me talk to you here. All right. So, <laughs> they were Santana Garrett, who was set to debut on the main roster. Uh, mm-hmm. Lana, who just had a match on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Ruby Riot, who was one of your last uh, women's tag team wrestlers. And from all accounts, one of the better people backstage. Um, Buddy Murphy, which makes a little bit more sense. I mean, he's a guy who's been asking for an opportunity, but he hasn't hasn't been on TV since I think last year. Maybe maybe pre-mania, but I don't think so. Um, and these last two. These last two are, are the head scratchers here. Uh, Alistair Black who I think for most people are happy to, to see leaving the company and that, uh, you know, we're, we were excited for the matches that he can have with, with all of these incredible talents outside and feel that like he can be used properly. Um, but they've been showing vignettes. He just re-debuted on SmackDown. Literally, on Friday, he came out and interrupted an Intercontinental title match to kick Big E in the face. Um, I think I speak for all of us. When I say we're excited for the return of Tommy End. Definitely. I, I agree with that. Um, but it, it's a business decision that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And, and we can go more in depth on each of these as they come up. But the last person cut, Braun Strowman. Um, he was just in a title match, what, like three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Um, universal champion this time last year and repeatedly he was a guy who a lot of us felt was mistreated misused I I get it he has said some very controversial things on the internet uh, especially concerning independent wrestling during the pandemic Um, I think that's kind of easy to say as someone who has always been signed to WWE and never had to run the independent circuit that's even more yeah. a head-scratcher, though, too, when you think about it, because this is a guy that towed the company line when it was not popular to tow the company line. Like, he he, he really put on and, and defended WWE, even when most logical, you know, wrestling fans were like, nah, dude, you're wrong. Like, you're totally wrong, but you're, you know, he still stood up for him, which is another reason. It's like, whoa, wrong. Um, and of course, the reason giving for all of these were budget cuts to the point where this is for the first time other talent were uh, informed of, of these releases via text message. Um, and uh, company. Wrestling Observer Radio uh, apparently had got, received a copy of this text message. I'm going to read it to y'all right now. Due to budget cuts, the following talent were released today. Ron Strowman, Lana, Buddy Murphy, Santana Garrett, Ruby Riot, and Aleister Black. John Laurinaitis. Yeah, who is scum of the earth. That was it. Um, I'll take the lead on this one if I can. Yeah. Um, on a more somber note, this is six people that don't have jobs right now. Um. Granted, they have a pretty good amount probably, you know, coming in from merch sales, anything they get from, you know, the network. Very quickly, very quickly. Uh, I'm going to let you get right back to it. They are all 90 no, uh, no day, uh, 90 day compete clauses, um, which apparently they do get paid for while they're in these can't compete. But okay. go ahead. so still without any future prospects at the time now i'm sure that when we go person by person here in just a moment um you know because there are some of these people that i don't think will have jobs um the other thing to think about is at the end of the day whose fault is it that you know braun Strowman's not employed right now alistair black was given weeks of vignettes just to be cut um santana garrett to 
go to debut on SmackDown and get cut. Lana to be put through tables for two months to get cut. You know, it's stuff like that. But at the end of the day, whose fault is it? No. Le- legitimate question. There's only mm. one answer. It's the people that booked the show. Okay. It is, it is, it is the machine that continues to crank out garbage two plus times a week. Okay. And I put two plus because we're on SmackDown are hot garbage. Okay. This is a side piece, you know, however, you know, Braun Strowman trash, you know, being, you know, an indie wrestler, whatever. Okay. He has bad knees and he hasn't been healthy. Okay. Other than that, everybody on this list should still, should still have jobs. And it's because WWE didn't invest the time, invest the booking, invest in what fans wanted, and, in, and instead, budget cuts. Which Bud, budget cuts. Can, 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 we, can we address that, too? Like, I know we haven't seen new quarterlies uh, yet, but... They made forty like, million dollars last year. How long was the budget cut? Didn't didn't they have the most? Uh, they, they sold to Peacock for a billion dollars. They didn't. They have yeah, the we have budget cuts here in the history of WWE last year. We're we're seeing commercials, additional commercials in the middle of pay per views for additional money flow that wasn't initially there. Yeah, that's a, a whole nother pet peeve. Why are we getting commercials during pay per views? Because money, because money, budget, dog. We're concerned about the budget. Yeah, we're concerned about budget. We we don't want to we don't want to cut anymore. But that's my whole thing. Is that is that Pat makes an excellent point. This is this is a company that was the only main that was only sorry the only main American wrestling promotion to make major cuts during the entire pandemic. And not once, Major. not twice. Shit, didn't Ring of Honor pay their guys even though they were they not working? They paid them. They paid them to make videos for their once-a-week YouTube. Yeah, like they weren't even – I mean, we, it, wasn't, it wasn't even a thing. Like We had – could have forgot furloughed, told and, – and those guys would have understood it. Like, we're not running shows. We can't pay you. You know? Um, it's it's one of those situations where you know you're seeing a lot of people respond to this. Uh, initially, the the person whose response screamed out to me, Trey Miguel on Twitter went, "You guys wondered why I didn't go there because none of it makes sense." Uh, you know, I and listen. I understand that we have our current champions and that's what the boss wants. Okay. But at the end of the day, okay, it, it just doesn't make sense to be a wrestling company if you're going to cut people with actual talent. But I am I understand it's sports entertainment and since you know Nick Khan has taken over in August, it's been more kind of transitioning into this you know, multimedia um, atmosphere or, you know, direction in which, in which they're going. So the guys like, um, you know, Roman Reigns. Yeah. He's the guy he's never, he's bringing, he's bringing a bulletproof right now. He could, he probably go out and murder freaking butts of babies and he would have a job on Friday. Like it doesn't matter. Okay. They didn't have anything for these guys. And this is, and this is, and this is pen to paper. Okay. They didn't have anything for them or they found them useless. Okay. Uh, because Buddy Murphy hasn't been on TV for a while. They told the writers not to write anything for Alistair Black. They told them that. And this and this wasn't a new thing. They didn't have anything written for him last Friday. They haven't written anything for him for weeks. And yeah, out of the blue, we're just gonna fire you. Like it's more. And it's not just budget cuts. Okay. And I know we're going to get to this topic in a second, but, you know, if you're telling me cutting, you know, a couple million dollars a year is going to, you know, make this happen, then we're in the wrong business. <coughs> um, so for me, looking at this, 
my thoughts are why weren't these six with the others last month? Was it just last month where we saw the major releases? Mm -hmm. Um, I can tell you why. Because remember this time last year where... Who was it last month that got cut? I'm still thinking of... Oh, oh, Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, I, I totally forgot about that. I was thinking of the Mojo uh, Raleigh. I I think I can't so that one I was or... I was thinking of the fake uh, the fake Drake Maverick group. No, so this is so he was the only one that was retained. So, that a lot of other people got cut. Was that the same time? Yeah. That was last year. Last year, not yeah, last that was month. Black Wednesday last year. A lot of people tried to call what happened yesterday Black Wednesday too. But yeah, last year, talent, not last um, month. But... Okay. Yeah. Um. My only thing with that would be maybe they don't want everybody to go to Impact because Slammiversary is literally days after that first group's 90-day compete class where, and I, I don't know if that's the case, but this next wave, their 90-day expires August 31st. Now, there are some All out is saying, days after. Some reports saying it will last until September 6th, which doesn't make any sense to me. Um, numbers wise that doesn't add up but i know there's been some reports on on credible i want to add this because this has been a big thing also this week yeah credible news sources sean ross sap appreciate all the work you do man um yeah ignore the stupid people <laughs> keep calling out the fake people uh yeah but uh, all you did was line them up to debut it all out which is arguably worse I mean, listen, I would say for probably, and I guess this, this could segue into where we think they're going to go, but I would say for one or two of them, I say for sure. Um, well, let, let's. Uh, so to keep it quick. Yeah, well, well I, I'm comfortable talking about this a little bit longer, but I know we got to move here in a bit. Uh, Braun Strowman's deal was apparently worth a couple million or, or a million a year. Um, which a lot of people are now turning around. This is the, the, the craziest thing to me is that you see people flip-flop on this. If, if you were a big WWE person, you're like, Braun Strowman's fantastic. Now he's fired. It's like, you guys were the ones saying he wasn't worth all this money. Why are you trying to defend it now? And, you know, vice versa, the people who are sitting here going, like, why is this dude on TV, you know, mm -hmm. up in arms about his release? Which, but I think, I, I kind of think I'm with them at this point in that it doesn't, makes sense he's the closest thing to the demonstration of what you guys have produced and in the pc it's him and charlotte and even charlotte you can kind of say was fcw Aaron corbin i think also fcw yeah. um probably yeah. the nxt move but i i don't think either of them were long-term PC people. Braun Strowman was brought in and uh, from the PC straight to the main roster. You know? Mm -hmm. um, missed opportunity after missed opportunity. We've been here and we've told you guys Braun Strowman is, they've put him in a no-win situation because we can't believe that he's going to credibly win when he seems to, he can't win the big one. Mm -hmm. Um <sighs> His, he apparently had the biggest contract, and that was the main reason he was cut, was they couldn't, they couldn't justify paying him to keep him, despite the fact his deal ran up July 2023, mm. according to all reports. Yeah, and I think with his contract, it falled within the lines of when WWE was re-signing people, and it was a huge spending spree, and were re-signing people not to be with WWE, but not to be with the competitor. And I think that's kind of why we're here. What the what yeah, it's kind of why we're here. Um kind of bread and butter example. Example, sorry. Um, oversaturated the roster. Oversaturated roster. Gall Gallows and Anderson. Now granted that's on them for taking the contract, but at the same time you know, you sign this big, big deal. They back up the money truck, and here, and here we are. You know, you're getting cut, and now you're where you should have been since the beginning. 
Um, you know whose fault this is? I already told you. Roman Reigns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, he can't help he can't help the way he's booked. It starts with the booking path. It really does. It's, it's Roman Reigns. Roman Roman Reigns has Roman, Roman has, Reigns comes back, walks into SummerSlam, and buries the two guys that carried the company the whole pandemic. And uh, whose de- whose decision is that though? That's Roman Reigns. No, come on. Yeah, you're being better. You're being better. A little nope. bit. Nope, it's Roman. I, I I can't back you on that one. If you said Vince, I neither I, can I. All the time here, right now, but. You said the wrong name. Listen, nope. if there if there was a report that said, you know, Roman Reigns came back, he needed to be champion, he needed to squash everybody, this was his new gimmick, okay, I'd support you. But that that's was not the case. Contract. <laughs> but you're telling me Roman has creative control after how badly that he does. looked prior to this heel turn and even part of this heel turn oh. has been that great. That's eh. uh, up because he's salty. It's okay. Nah, I think he's just throwing away some trash. Um, so here, so here, so here's the thing. Um, I don't know if there's a place where Braun Strowman can go. Seriously, uh, because okay, if there's been mixed who? Billy Corgan in the NWA, there's been mixed. Take um, him. Take him. I think he'd mixed be- opinions about this. Uh, some people feel like he is a needle mover. Regardless of where he ends up, just because he has recently been a WWE world champion. Not even a year ago. Um, and then some say he doesn't really, he doesn't really fit into any other company. I think personally, if we're looking at a company for him to fit into its impact. See, I think I the, the only Yeah, and the only issue I have there is we have W. Morrissey that they're pushing and building. There's Madman Fulton, who is the number two big guy there. You bring in Strowman, and what's and what's his first feud? Whatever he wants, Moose. Because then, because then uh, you stop Moose. the push of W. Morrissey. You push. Uh, you stop pushing. I'm, I'm gonna disagree it, with you. I'm gonna disagree with you right away because I have more faith in Impact booking incredible guys all at the same time than I do WWE at this point. I, I think Impact can have uh, Jim Montgomery in the comments section. Braun to Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Uh, you get all Love you, Jim. Um, I, I think NWA is the best fit for him. Uh, I think he might break the ring legitimately. It's a, it, it's a, look, look, I mean, it Iris is, it is it. a, it is a smaller ring too, but it's not. Yeah. If Tyrus doesn't, I, honestly, I would can, tell you Ron Strowman's probably better fit for NWA right now. Hold on. Jim, can I get a whoop whoop? Thank you, sir. Stop it. Stay focused. Um, no, but really, if, you know what I would like to see him booked uh, is to come in and and wrestle violent by design. Um. So yeah, Jim, Jim, what's his name's place? Jim coming in with another solid one. Uh, this was going to be my second um, prediction of where he was going to go, and that would be New Japan. Now, who does a better job? in booking bigger guys to look strong. Look at Vader. No, not AEW. No, not AEW. The company that needs him the most, and he would probably benefit the most from being in. New Japan. All Japan pro wrestling. Wrong Japan, I got it. Uh, All Japan pro wrestling does a pretty good job. I'd also say pro wrestling Noah, but they tend to work a little bit of a smaller style. Um, so he could come in and crush all of pro wrestling Noah as well. But uh, I think him in all Japan, he'd be able to benefit from working with some incredible, incredible talent, which we, we never get to talk about enough, honestly. Um, yeah. Just because access to all Japan wrestling is hard and getting everyone to watch it's hard. 
uh, just just waking up for New Japan sometimes is hard, despite the fact that it's some of the best wrestling in the world. But yeah, him in All Japan would be incredibly beneficial. He could work uh, hardcore matches where he doesn't even necessarily need to do a lot of hardcore stuff or take some hardcore bumps, but they can make him look like a giant. Uh, he could be booked properly. And honestly, All Japan probably has the money to bring him in. So I thought about this right as you were right as you mentioned all Japan. Braun is 37. Yeah. Do you think age will play a, a role in where he goes? Um or who will want him? I was thinking he ends up back in bodybuilding originally. I, I don't know if he ends up I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he is back in WWE in a year to two years time with a smaller contract. He said, don't worry, he's going to turn around and come back on Monday. He he said in interviews (laughs) that he is only one to work in WWE. Um, Maybe he retires. I was about to say, well, maybe he Maybe he was just saying that because he was under the WWE banner in the interview. But um, let's get to some of the bigger names here on this one. I hate saying bigger names. Braun, I get it. Braun, Braun has star power because of where now, he's going, But well, yeah. let's, let's no, and let's keep that in perspective. That is the name as far as if you're a WWE fan, like that is the name. That's that's the big one where you go, whoa, Braun Strowman. You know, yeah, Alistair Black's got a good NXT following. He didn't do shit on the main roster, guys. I'm not arguing that. Um, so, like, let's not say, like, bigger. Braun Strowman's the only one on the main roster that they, that was cut that actually got to do something, really. I agree. Um, Agreed. I would just tell you that I think the ceiling for a lot of these other talents is higher. I agree with that, but I'm just saying let's let keep it in perspective. Well, like, let's not downplay. No, I'm, I'm like thinking Braun is the name versus a media where it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, I I think Tommy End, Alistair Black, could be huge wherever he goes. Sure. Um, if they invest in him, like he should be invested in. Um, to me, he is he is the one out of these guys who is AEW. Um, I, mm. I think New Japan, but he is, I think, the only male wrestler that was cut yesterday that I have from for AEW. No way, Ruby Riot. Oh. I said male. See, yeah, I have him going to New Japan Pro Wrestling. His gimmick would be absolutely incredible. He could go to doing this stuff, and he actually still has the copyright to his. Um, Enters music, which I found out this morning. So <laughs> imagine I mean, Alistair Black walking in, all right, Tokyo Dome, music blaring. I'm with you. Here's here are my two holdups. I would rather a the current state and and reported uh, turmoil mm. with Gaijins and New Japan. Yeah, he'd be the only one. No, like, but that's what I'm saying. I think the frustration level there is something that could be a deterrent currently with the pandemic, which is understandable. Uh, and the other part of it is uh, being away from his wife a good portion of the time. Who says she doesn't go with him? I don't think she's got to be in New Japan. I'm not saying to, go, to be in. I'm just saying maybe he goes and has a couple matches. I'm saying I, I could maybe see him in being the, a guy in the G1 but not signed to New Japan. Yeah, I don't see him going to AEW. I don't see him going to AEW immediately. I think that's what I think right now the way the way the main event scene and even the upper mid card scene is being booked at the moment. He's not going to beat Cody Rhodes. Sorry. He's going to walk in the doors and Cody Rhodes is going is going to beat him. Okay, because that's how he's that being one. booked. I don't know about I, that. I, I would tell you, where I, Tommy and... No Robbie one's going to no beat Cody Rhodes. Yeah. No Cody one's going to beat Cody Rhodes. Ever. But Cody Rhodes can't compete for a world title. 
So and that's a trade-off. That's why he I never, would, never I would loses tell enough. you Tommy End cuts a lot of people in line in the main event. I, I would tell you he might be in the pack situation currently. Oh, no, man. Rankings be. don't mean anything then. We've been having a heavy focus hey, on rankings as of late. That. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We've been, we've been, we've been booking around the rankings though. We yeah. have been booking around the rankings because. What did they do with Christian? Did they put him right away in the match, or did they have him win a bunch of matches to get onto the board? He's not even a. a yeah, and then he got put in the casino battle royale and lost. Exactly. That's not. That's not my point. The point is, I don't think, I don't think Alistair Black jumps a bunch of guys just because he's Alistair Black. I I'm think saying, I think I mean maybe we see him on you know dynamite for maybe one or two weeks, then he jumps on dark and elevation, and then uh, eventually he then goes and loses to Cody Rhodes. I I think UA did, missed my entire point in this and B. Uh, I, I disagree with that completely. I think he's a dude who has enough because you're an AEW mark, and that's dog, fine. Dog, let me talk. You're cutting me off. I don't like being cut off. How about get to your plug? I don't think anybody likes being cut off. So, what I'm getting at here. Maybe it's time for Chalky Milk Monday, baby. Not on Thursdays. Oh, that's right. Sorry. I thought I thought, yeah, I thought today yeah, was Monday. Sorry. Yeah, it's your week all messed up. So, I'm a couple days ahead. What I'm getting at here is I think his role or, or place he could be at on the card is very similar to how they book pack in that he can be in the main event. He can be competing for the world title, but he's not going to be lost in the shuffle. That's what I'm getting at. He'll wrestle everywhere because that's what everyone's doing on AEW. You have Kenny Omega wrestling on dark as the world champion. I mean, it's true. I like Alistair Black and I like what he brought to the table at NXT. I don't think he is a bigger I don't think he's a bigger star or a bigger draw than guys like Miro and um, uh, you know even Lance Archer I I think is a bigger draw and certainly then you add the Moxes the Packs and I don't know man he's he's really good and he would fit W or AEW, um, but yeah, man. So, my only problem with him going to AEW is what's our constant gripe about the WWE main roster? That's booked horribly, oversaturation. Well, okay. Well, here's but, but and that's you, and but my my counter argument to you already with that is look at what they've done with guys. I mean, who who has been underutilized in your opinion in uh, AEW who should be more utilized when you consider they only have one show a week that's televised. I mean, I think now right right now they have a total of three shows they're getting a lot of use out of. And I'm not necessarily saying that they're not, they're not utilizing talent correctly at this point, but when a lot of people come out and immediately when people say that this free agent needs to go to AEW, 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 it's, we need to, we, we, we need to be cognizant of doing the same thing that WWE on the main roster has done for years. And that is hire talent for the sake of hiring talent. Yeah, that's but, all that I'm saying. Uh, that, but that's my counter argument is that AEW is showing they've been able to manage the talent uh, and find ways creatively to use them, even when they're yeah. not in a title picture or you know chasing a title or something like that. For now, but now we have more, more, more notable free free agents now. Than we had last year. You only have one that we're talking about here. I don't think any of those other people are going to AEW. Well, you have another wave that's going to be July 17th. You're going to have a couple guys there that everybody wants to go to AEW. And you have another wave here. What, one, two, three people want to go to AEW? You know, not everybody can go to AEW. And that's that's my only thing. And I'm not saying that they are not guilty of doing it now. Or that you know they are guilty of doing that. that. That's not that's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm just trying to say that the first thing that people say when somebody gets released 
they should go to AEW. And I completely disagree because I don't want them to fall into that same pattern. Well, I, I agree with you that not everybody should go to AEW. But so I, I think that sentiment is said just because people enjoy AEW and think people are just booked very well. So I think when they say go to AEW, they, they, they're saying, hey, take this opportunity, you know? Mm. I don't think it's always – disagree. Just go to AEW. Just go to AEW. And I, I get what you're saying because people say that about everybody. Mm. Uh, not everybody, everybody, exactly. Not, not everybody fits, though. Exactly. And that's where I think Black is a guy who does. I agree with I think that. his in-ring work would be top-notch and some of the feuds he could have. Depending on his character, I don't know if it's going to be the Aleister Black that we've seen or if it's going to be Tommy End Pryor, if it's going to be this Dark Father character that has shown up now. Um, but I think that is definitely someone who would who AEW would benefit from having. Um, additionally, two other names I think AEW would benefit from having out of this uh, particular uh, group of releases are Ruby Riot and Santana Garrett. Uh, Ruby Riot, also known as Heidi Lovelace, she said already that, that neither of those names may stick. We don't really know what she'll be next, but uh, when she signed to, to WWE, a lot of us were like, all right, let's go. She's someone who's incredible in ring. She's enjoyable. Uh, and I think a lot of people are just waiting for her to gain opportunity. I think she is someone who could be uh, involved very well in AEW's women's division. They could use a face like hers as well. Um, Santana Garrett, uh, I could see a couple of different places, but I do think AEW would benefit from having her in-ring prowess. Uh, she's definitely someone who has been around. I know she's wrestling Impact. I'm, I'm hesitant to say she'd go back there, but I could see it. Uh, I don't think she left on bad terms, if I remember correctly. Um, and I think a dark horse here would be Ring of Honor with, with them building up their women's division. Uh, one of these women will sign to NWA exclusively. Um, I don't know who, but I think that either one will be a future NWA women's champion. Um, I will even raise the bar a little bit. Santana Garrett is the most underrated woman that has been released this year. Now, I'm not saying underutilized, okay, because I think that title would go to Ruby Riot. Um, but I think athleticism-wise, in-ring work-wise, I think Santana Garrett will run circles around, uh, around a lot of women's divisions. And I think that it was a huge mistake to build up your debut for SmackDown and then cut. The, this is by far the most egregious one of the bunch. If I if I may say so, I still think it's now, black just because they had him on TV. <laughs> him and Lana literally yeah. on their show this week. I agree with what you're saying, but I think the I think the difference between the two is black has been so start and stop, and then they finally invested a little bit of time in him, and then not only on the on the uh, you know WWE throwback. SmackDown, he got bumped for he got bumped for Roman Reigns, okay, and that's not to add add anything to Pat's argument, but you know when you get bumped off of TV, that means they got nothing for you. They got they they they, they got nothing. Do, I mean, do we think that he was going to beat Big Big E? Like, I could I didn't I could saw him I didn't think he was going to be a champion. I see. That. Um, Apollo Cruz is the IC bell right now. I would tell you, I, I know, but that is more is more marketable than Apollo Cruz. Not at the moment because who still has a job, according not, to WWE. There, and I'm not saying that that's the right decision. On TV, I would have told. You. I'm not saying that that's the right decision, but what I'm saying is obviously WWE views one as more marketable than the other. Till he gets now. Back. Well. I think that Commander Z's has a has a bigger uh, chance of that. I would tell but, you both of them at the same time. But Santana Garrett has, is has been underused, under underappreciated, mm. and I think that wherever she goes, she will she she will be a future champion. 
Um, uh, I think Ruby Riot uh, is the one. On I think Ruby Riot is the one. She, I think, uh, AEW needs her. I think, I think, you know, obviously she won't be Ruby Riot, but I think she's really the one. Um, they have a total void of of face women at the top of their card. You have Sheeta and you have Statlander who you need to rebuild anyways. She's not ready to go straight to the, the main card uh, and wrestle for the title. And then who's the ne- who's the next who's the next face? Hey Conti. I was gonna say red velvet, but I would tell you take Conti. Yeah, she's Either she's way, ones on dark and elevation. Either way, I like and I like Taikanti, but if Conti or Red Velvet is your third face in the whole division, what is that telling you about the division? It's not very strong. Are we about Chris Statlander? She was number two. Sheeta oh. Statlander, and then Red Velvet or. And don't forget about Swole. I have forgotten about Swole. You know why? She hasn't been on Dynamite very much lately. She's been running a bunch on Dynamite. I know. I know. The point remains. You, I, and I like these talents. I'm not saying that they're bad talents. But that's, that is a weak face division. Ruby Riot immediately upgrades... Upgrades that division. It gives you a bona fide upper upper card base. And you need some of these people. I mean, I wouldn't count Thunder Rosa until we know exactly what her NWA situation is going to be, you know. Um, yeah. So you can't really count her. Same kind of thing mm-hmm. with uh, Rio. You can't count on her. I, I just yeah, she doesn't even have a contract right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, I feel like Agreed. I feel like she is the most important, even more than Alistair Black. I feel like Ruby Riot is the most important person for AEW to go get out of this group of people because they are in desperate. They have they have a great group of heel women. Penelope Ford's fantastic. Britt Baker has been. You know, man, it's going to be a great conversation come December if we stay on this track about who's our women's wrestler of the year between her and Deanna Perrazzo. Um, because the, the those two have been doing just top-tier heel work compared to everybody else in wrestling uh, in, the, in any women's division. Um, so that's going to be a fun conversation. But th- those two are great. You've got Nyla Rose. You've got Jade Cargill coming. Like Layla Hirsch just signed a full deal with AEW. Who's that? Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch. Yeah, she'll be a face. But again, it's the same thing. Like it's not that she doesn't have potential. She's not. She's not, uh, there yet. She's not Jade Cargill. Who, even though you know, they're both newer to wrestling, like Jade, you you hear Jade Cargill talk once, you see her perform once, and you're like, oh shit. It, it, Jade Cargill is to the women's division as Anthony Agogo is to the men's division. Like future bona fide mm-hmm. star, still needs some ring work, but future bona fide star. So I will say this to get back on track. Um, I think that as far as the comparison between Gogo and a uh, Gogo and Jade Cargill, Anthony Gogo I feel is far further ahead in ring than Jade is. Now on the flip side, <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of a tit for tat, right that's, there. That's that's what I'm saying. But you're but you're I'm not, but, I'm but not you're saying, right. I'm not saying they are the same, but I'm saying they are in the same position, like with a little bit of work, could be over the moon stars. In, in that company. Yeah, go I'll be honest with you, man. I was not a believer at all in a go-go prior to the double or nothing match because they protected him so much with just the freaking kidney punches in his matches, and he really didn't show anything 
And I, I think now, obviously, we know that was intentional so he could pleasantly surprise people at the pay-per-view. Like, that cat, you know, still still a little rough around the edges, but, man, he had that, that first gut punch and grabbed him and then threw that Olympic slam, and it was like, oh, my God. Mm. All right, a star, like, uh-oh. star is born uh-oh. here, boys. Like, uh-oh. Uh, no, yeah. but, but they, they Ruby Riot is – would be a huge get for AEW because she's a, she's an instant impact. And if you look at all of the things about these people being cut, like Ruby Riot is the person that people in WWE are going like we are we're devastated that she's not in our locker room anymore. Like people are are upset that she is not a part of, of WWE anymore, not because of her wrestling talent, but because of what she brought to the company outside of the ring. Um, and one last thing, and then we have to move on. Uh, Buddy Murphy, we haven't said his name, I think, one since we talked about it. Impact and New Japan. I can see New Japan. Bullet Club. Impact, he's, he is world champion. Not immediately, but I think he's right in that conversation. He's a guy who has not gotten to showcase just how damn good he is. The only thing I would say about Impact, and honestly, I, I would prefer him to go to Ring of Honor if we're staying here and it's not AEW, um, is he kind of falls in line with like Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, Ace Austin. They're all very, very similar type styles um so we don't want to it's just kind of like ryan was saying earlier like you don't want to stockpile too much of the same thing because like somebody's gonna end up being the odd man out um i would love to see him go to new japan i think there's a lot he could he could be great there i think you adam i think he's a natural fit in the bullet club i think i think that'd be really good All right, very quickly, and what I'm going to do here is we got NXT results. I'm going to read them very quickly. Everyone hold thoughts until we are done reading the results, all right? So, show opens right away with a three-man number one contender match between Gargano, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne. This is going pretty well. Uh, Then Adam Cole comes in and interrupts the match, kills everyone. Match is halted, goes to a no contest. uh, during the switch in between that and our next match, Ember Moon gets in a fight with Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, LA Knight loses to Jake Atlas due to a distraction from Cameron Grimes. Uh, keep on rolling here. Karrion Cross announces he wants to defend the title against everyone, so it'll be a fatal five-way at In Your House. It's kind of a weird segment. Uh, Kushida successfully retains against Carmelo Hayes. Um, Cancer and Indy Hartwell defeat Zoe Stark and oh god, I'm butchering the name, so I'm sorry, Zaida Ramir or Ramir. Uh, and then main event time MSK successfully retain against Legato del Fantasma. Uh, that's a show, I'm missing some backstage segments, so I apologize now. Um, I'll say this this is a pretty entertaining show, but uh, man, I really wish we didn't see all those reports of. Something big is happening on NXT. You got to watch it. And it just was like any other NXT show. It was good in ring work. Some yeah. big, some big did happen. And that is Adam Cole is going to be the heavyweight champion again after TakeOver. That's the big thing. Do you genuinely believe that? Yeah, I do. I think Cole's going to win the belt. There's a way to get the belt off Cross without Cross uh, losing the belt like taking the pin and he's gonna go to the main roster and cool kyle is gonna beat cole again for the title and that's how they're gonna anoint cool kyle the nxt champion i don't think carrying cross is losing the belt i think i, no. I think he is losing the belt and he's going to the main roster him and Balor are going to the main roster go back to maine Karrion Cross is in Brock Lesnar territory now, where, remember, there was a period in time on Raw where we were booking 
Brock in these four man, five man, six man matches. And I think this promo that he cut couldn't be, and I'm agreeing with Pat, it couldn't be more main roster, honestly. It's a total left turn from what his character is. It was awful. I, Adam, Adam Cole can talk. What, what he says is fine. Um, this is not Karrion Cross's character. He's done promos, but him coming out and, you know, he's buzzsawing through everyone. Oh, give everybody a shot. Like, this is main roster. Th- this was, this is an awful promo, and I wish I could get my time back. But on the sweet note, um, what's his face? Um, what do you guys name? Hey, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes, Hayes is a star. Yes. Carmelo Hayes is a star. Formerly Christian Casanova. Um, there you go. Know, that's the name I was going to say. It, was, it weird, was it weird to you guys that they like cut a promo introducing him with his old name and then giving his new name? Like they don't usually do that. I liked it. I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, for like for once, and this is something that I wish they did more. The, the, the pro itself was not but bad. I'm just saying. I I like the fact that they're acknowledging their work outside of WWE. Um, I feel like we haven't done that a whole lot, except for when it's like major major stars. Um, obviously mm-hmm. Carmelo Hayes, uh, which when they first announced it, I was like, really, we're doing this. Um, but honestly, mm-hmm. you kind of already have filled out a character for him. The first. The first draft pick from NXT, uh, you know, you're really pushing this whole athletic part of there. I can't, I, I couldn't tell if they're going more basketball or football. I assume basketball just because they went with Carmelo, um, but a lot of a lot of the verbiage used in the promo came off that way, and I like, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. One, the show up, have match, leave. You know what you're gonna hate. Yeah. You know what you're gonna hate about him hmm. when he goes to the main roster and they put Carmella with him, so they could be like Mella and Mella are money. Hmm. Making money. You're, we're sitting here assuming either of them are gonna still be on the main roster by the time one of them comes up. I, that's where I'm at right now. Also, I'm gonna throw this yeah. out there. Uh, 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 Top guys in WWE were down at the performance center checking people out to fill spots on the main roster. Um, um back to NXT. Um oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Pass. Carmelo. Had a no. great show. Yeah, uh, fantastic show. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me let me talk to you. Yeah. Okay. Because I bet you he's regretting signing with NXT now. Okay, Eli Drake is jobbing. Okay, yes. and I know it's to it's to build storyline. I get it. Okay, but why can't we protect him a little more? A, why are awful. we making him lose? To, yeah, it's bad. Every, okay, he's a star. Any other company he goes. Yeah. Okay, I think he's only. He should have. He should have just stayed an impact. He should have just stayed an impact. He'd probably he he would probably be a world champion again. I mean, the NWA. Instead, we had to deal with that. Instead, we had to deal with that god awful run at the end of twenty twenty with bringing Eddie Edwards. Like, oh god, Eddie Edwards. <laughs> killing Pat slowly. Um. Uh, MSK Legado Fantasma. I I want to see these guys wrestle all the time. They're great. They're great. Yeah. They have guys. really good chemistry in uh, ring. <sighs> You know what it um, remi- you know what it reminds me of chemistry wise, not necessarily all uh, wrestling styles. It when the Usos and New Day like wrestled every pay per view for like eight months straight in typical WWE fashion, but they still found a way to put on matches. And it was like, wow, you can all right, I can watch these guys wrestle every month. It's mm-hmm. fine. That's what these guys yeah. remind me of. They just get after each other, man. Um, Desmond Xavier needs to be the mouthpiece for MSK. I do not want to yes. hear any more from Nash Carter. He is awful on promos. I'm not going to say never have him talk, but like... Cut his words down. Yeah, yeah, give him a like, 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 yeah. You get a tweet per promo. 
140 characters, baby. If you can't say it in that. Or less. If you can't say it in that, then you're not going to talk to this promo. The odds are against us, but we got it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. After that promo, I was yeah, I was praying that Legado good. del Fantasma would finish the job. Um, but I don't know where they're going now. That's my uh, that's my only problem is now uh, we have a us, heel stable that can't that can't win. Um, it's not that they can't win. I when was say, last time Legado del Fantasma won. Now are you counting them as as a group? Because I mean, the three of them beat MSK and Kushida in a six man. Okay, that's one. <laughs> they have to. Okay, they're a heel faction. Like two, three weeks winning. ago, dog. Okay, no. So... What I'm saying is, they need to be winning more. Okay, if we're gonna build them up to be a dominant heel stable, okay, they can't keep eating losses. Matches. Yeah, but it's a. I get, I get, I get what Dusty Rhodes classic. Pat, I get, I get what Ryan, what I'm saying. I get what Ryan is saying in that, like, if you're gonna keep them at the top of the card and wrestle the same guys, at some point they've got to beat them for the title. This is Johnny Gargano, you know, going after the world title and constantly losing over and over. Okay, just win one. This should, this should have been the one to win. Okay, because if they would have won, it would have made the show a immensely better i liked the finish immensely. but i do agree that if they're gonna set up the uh, fatal four-way like it looks like Ugh. like now it looks like there's got to be some sort of no contest to set that up and what did you just do on this on this nxt you set up a no contest to set up a fatal five way fantastic booking so if that does happen now our two Two of our three major titles, the number one contender was decided by, oh, we couldn't come up with a decision, so let's put everybody in the match. That's exactly what it was. It was, it was. Oh, oh, we don't, we don't think that any of these guys can singularly beat Karrion Cross. So what are we gonna do? Shove them all in a match? I'd tell you, it's a way for Adam Cole to win without having to beat Cross. It's a way for somebody to win. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole hasn't won a singles match in 2021. What you're telling me is he's due. He is due. He's due to get beat by Kyle how many Kyle matches has he had this year? Uh, I can't see it being many. They're not gonna they're not gonna I think annoy, it's been like five or they're six. They're not gonna they're not gonna annoy Kyle O'Reilly the world champ until he until he beats Kenny. Like for Oh, I would tell you this is sooner Pete Dunn winning the belt then. Then I think Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly. I think those two cancel each other out. No. Kyle O'Reilly's going to go over uh, like being anointed. It's going to be it's going to be a grandiose you know, like you've made it. We're putting the belt on you. You're our guy. And in three months, you'll be on the main roster, not on television. So I'm, I'm sorry, I have no control over that. Is that a tri- are you Triple H? Is that what this I, is? I didn't think you were cool, Kyle, down here, and you could win the belt here. I am not looking forward to your future endeavors. No, he's going to be freaking Kool-Aid on the roster, on the main roster. <laughs> Kool-Aid? Or some, yeah, or some other stupid name. By the time he comes up, Matt Riddle will need a new partner. They'll be the cool bros. <laughs> Remember they named Chad Chad Gable Shorty G, okay? <laughs> for like, six, for like six months. It wasn't even yeah. like a razzing. It wasn't. I want to tell you, like, it was like a year, dog. It was a long it was, time. It was a long time. I'm gonna call you Shorty G, former Olympic wrestler Chad Gable. <laughs> I would be so pissed. I can't. So, yeah, hope you enjoy coming, jobbing. Coming out of. Did he get cut yet? Because they no, didn't no. notice. Gable <laughs> Academy, baby. Oh yeah, that's right. Ah, Otis. 
I forgot. Otis, let me break up the tag team you're over with to stick you in another tag team. A tag team with that? We went from a gimmick tag team to a non-gimmick tag team. I mean, another... (laughs) They they got something, but uh, yeah, a little bit. Let's let's bring Gable it on back. Academy. Let's bring it on back. So NXT coming off the air on Tuesday, we have four matches set for In Your House, which is next weekend. Those four matches are Raquel Gonzalez God. defending the NXT Women's Title against Ember Moon, Zaya Lee uh, facing off with Mercedes Martinez. Um, I, I'll go into more detail about this. I think when we do our prediction show for that, because I actually kind of like I'm annoyed. I like that one. Mm. Um, LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes. And of course, as you heard, we have our fatal five way carrying cross, <coughs> Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, Kylo Riley, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Um, yeah, one more week. I think there's typically only what, like six matches, maybe five. They'll throw some other crap on the card. There's a lot on this one. There's going to be. I know typically they have like, Six six matches on the show, so I would say expect probably two more to get added. Um, I, I think all of us are expecting a tag title thing, um, or maybe we do like a number one contenders match that will happen later. Um, It'll four way, and probably a North American title match between Bronson Reed and Santos Escobar. Oh yeah, which which. Will be fantastic, I think. Both of those guys are fantastic. You know the raw see, and here's the thing with the way that's gonna get booked. You're gonna be mad either way. Um uh, Santos Escobar needs to be a champion, but Bronson Reed being champion, we've been wanting for months now. So it's kind of so <sighs> here's my thing with this one. I think Bronson Reed will successfully retain because I think it's his first defense. But uh, oh, yeah. I think Santos Escobar is going to end up taking the belt off of Karrion Cross, Thus making sense of their one-off match <laughs> like last month. Mm. So that, that's my, my long-term prediction there. I don't think Adam Cole is winning this belt here. <laughs> okay. But I think it will be a good match. I, th- I think it will be entertaining. I think both these guys are entertaining in the ring. I fully expect Bronson Reed to retain, which is good for Bronson Reed. Um, sucks that Escobar is being fodder, but I think his character work and his in-ring work is, is capable of overcoming losing a title match to a very strong Bronson Reed right now. I don't have any disagreement with that. I think that's about how to roll out. And uh, with that, and, and sorry, I cut you off. I didn't mean to. I uh, I really, 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 really love what they're doing with Bronson Reed right now. Um, can this is this is the part that really sucks about WWE though. Like, it's so bad right now on the main roster that it's almost become apathy to even follow what's going on in NXT. Like, Bronson Reed is awesome. Him winning the belt was awesome. That whole spot with Phantasma, awesome. <sighs> Man, what stupid gimmick are they going to give him when he goes to the main roster before they cut him after six months? Like, Russell Reed looking real good to be a, a Funkadactyl. Funkasaurus. Right. Funkasaurus. All I need is some, some claws. Actually, if you think about it, his uh, his hand pose is that. Yeah. So it's already, already there. Doing it, see? It's already, already there unless he's trying to just... Unless he's trying to join the Dark Order. Who says WWE doesn't do long-term booking? Somebody call my mama. Which <laughs> broken, so I'm gonna Kennedy does on that theme. Brian Alvarez, hit him with the plug. That's a great theme. Oh my god. You're watching this on Facebook. Go check us out. Go check out our other videos. Um 
on YouTube. Go check us out there. Get ready for a new creative control coming up. I have to find the energy and the time and the willpower to finish this thing tomorrow or it will never get done before the time. Our next one hits on Monday. Um, also this weekend, check out our NWA prediction show. Out of the Shadows is on Sunday at 4 p.m. Thank God. Um, a stacked card, honestly, compared to um, the last pay-per-view they did, which was still good. Yeah, um, even though, you know, this one, I feel like the main event is very predictable at this point. Um, but still, check out our prediction show that will be up uh, for more commentary on that. And if you like all of this, all of this chaos, uh, <laughs> go check us out. If, you can, if you're watching this on Facebook, check out our donation link below. Um, if you're listening, ko-fi.com slash pwr123. It's as easy as one, two, three. And for just the price of a cup of coffee a day, not going to Starbucks, you can support people mm -hmm. like us. Um, with that... With that, guys, it's time to go. I just bid you adieu before we lose our damn minds any further. It's a Thursday. This is, Love you. This is what WWE has done to us. Love you guys. All you're doing is thinking about Bronson Reed dancing around in a, in a singlet. Hey, look, <laughs> Naomi is still on roster. <laughs> until until one of the Usos gets pulled over again. Yeah, and then what a bummer. Bianca Belair will be stripped of her title so she can be another Funkadactyl. I don't even like her, and I don't want that for her. Well, I'm going to go before anything more outrageous is said. Um, uh, goodbye. Good night. See you on Monday. If you're not, you know, you should check out our YouTube with our prediction show. See you Good weekend. Stay safe. Bye. Bang. Yeah, I, I think mean, you said that wrong. It was bang. No, I, I went. I went.